This episode brought to you by Windows XP and listeners like you. Follow us on Patreon. I just made a dumb ju- I made a dumb look. I know you hate it, but we're going to do it anyway. What are you drinking tonight, Memphis? I am on my third Truly. Not because I like Trulies, but because a friend of mine left me a like a a stack of them. Multiple boxes. Was it me? No, for once. That doesn't sound like something I would do. No, you would drink them. Hey, now. Uh, but they're taking up so much space in my fridge. It was truly out of necessity. Truly out of necessity? Ew. Oh! I am drinking Broken Barrel Whiskey Company Cornucopia Straight Bourbon Whiskey Finished with Brandy Cask Staves. Because I am a boozy bitch. Bougie. I meant bougie, not boozy. I'm also boozy. Ayo! <laughs> that was not intentional. Uh, somebody stop me. Somebody please stop her. Please, somebody, anybody. <laughs> this is out of control. Anyway, Liz, what is our book? Well, Memphis, as you may remember, last week we finished book five? Five. Of Legal Affairs by Sawyer Bennett. Um, it was awful. It was truly horrendous. So this week, I bring to you, to the table... To the Excel table? (laughs) Our very first ever book sponsored by... A listener. A listener sent this to me. I didn't tell you that until just Ooh. now. So it wasn't your fault. It was this listener's fault. Listener? She knows who she is. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Conquered by Clippy, an erotic short story by Leonard Delaney. Dear God, why? Dear God, why indeed. About the author, Leonard Delaney has been a freelance novelist since 2012. He writes from the heart instead of wasting time with research or experience. (laughs) That's how we do our podcast. I know. His publications thus far have earned him dozens of dollars in royalty payments. (laughs) Living a clean lifestyle has allowed Leonard to focus on doing good in school, honing his writing, and taking a course on spreadsheets every Friday night. He lives well outside of Toronto with his mother and her cat, while maintaining a long-distance relationship with his girlfriend, Misty, a.k.a. Eowyn16, who he really wishes would (laughs) respond to his DMs and is beginning to think is dead. His ultimate goal is to top the ebook charts on website Amazon.com. Buy this book based listeners, on that alone. Listeners, buy this man's books. His name is Leonard Delaney, and we need to get him to the top of the ebook charts. He deserves it. Unlike you, who do not deserve the assault upon your ears <laughs> that is incoming. <laughs> So I will say that uh, Conquered by Clippy, an erotic short story, is actually the second in Leonard's Opus Digital Desires series, but I don't think they're actually related. 
we'll see how this goes, and if I'm still alive at the end of it, we can try a different one. The first book is called Taken by the Tetris Blocks. Oh, God. <laughs> Any other announcements before we start? Nope, let's just do this. The longer we wait, the more I want to vomit. Conquered by Clippy. Chapter 1. Christy Ackerlund was an independent woman. When the clerk at the grocery store asked her if she needed help bagging her groceries, she said, no thanks. When a man tried to... Sorry. When a man tried to hold a door for her, she went through another door. Ugh. Typical feminazis. Ruining dating for everyone. <laughs> when she got back to her apartment building, she skipped the elevator and hiked the stairs instead. She even hated having to wear glasses over her striking gray eyes. And did she really need this hairband helping her flowing red hair stay out <laughs> of her face? <laughs> What a whore! I love it. I don't even know. I don't even know. She's an uptight bitch with beautiful hair. What more could a woman ask for? But she kept her glasses on and her hair up because she <laughs> needed her vision unobstructed in order to read her email. She was pleased by what she saw. Have we tried glasses off, hair down? And the email read thusly, Ms. Ackerlund, we have read your blog about the blocks. See previous Christy Ackerlund adventure taken by the Tetris blocks. Oh, it's the and same protagonist? Same protagonist. And are impressed by your relationships with inanimate objects and ability ew. to communicate using words. Oh my god, ew. We have discovered an ancient alien artifact in the middle of a remote and dangerous location. We would like to send you there alone, without no. any help, to tell the artifact story. Yours, Phil Gates, CEO, Contoso Corporation. Everybody buy Message this man's ends. book. Buy it. Huh? Give this man your money. Buy it. Buy Leonard's book, please. Christy expertly navigated her computer's operating system to formulate a perfectly formatted reply to Contoso. I'm in, she wrote. <laughs> We're going to send you out to the middle of nowhere to investigate an alien artifact and tell its story. Phil Gates himself picked... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Phil Gates! <laughs> Bill Gates himself picked Christy up in a helicopter. He was a thin, older man with a mop of unruly salt-and-pepper hair and dark-rimmed glasses thicker than Christie's. Isn't this beautiful, asked Phil, as they flew over the United States with all its trees and buildings and rocks. This man has a way with words, and he has stolen my heart. What did Michaela oh, say? His cock seduces my body, but Leonard's words seduce my heart. Oh, Leonard. Oh, Leonard. Isn't it beautiful, asked Phil. I suppose it is, she said. 
Fidgeting in the seat she was strapped into, she itched to get off the helicopter and start exploring this ancient alien artifact on her own. Phil kept turning to stare at her, and it made her uncomfortable. Perv. Finally, they approached the Silicon Valley, capital letters. Did you say Silicon Valley? Silicon. Silicon. Okay, okay. It's just, just my accent. Sure. Just what accent? This is where we unearthed the vessel, explained Phil. <laughs> we... <laughs> this is where we unearthed the vessel, explained Phil. We were mining for computer chips, and there it was in the middle of an underground crater. The vessel is in the middle, but there are other pieces spread about the area. Together, they may tell a story. We reasoned that it was a job for a writer to piece the story together and publish a white paper. A white paper? I don't know, what Liz, is there's no paper? porn yet. I don't know, there's no porn yet. I don't know what to say, I'm just listening. I am wrapped Enthralled? with attention. Yes, exactly. Get me down there, and I'm your girl, said Christy. Phil turned to her. His smile was a little too wide, and he stared at her a little too long. Ew. The helicopter jerked to the side. A greenish cloud sailed past Christy's window. Aw, oh, jeez, we've been hit by a silicon geyser, said Phil. The helicopter plummeted oh, geez, deeper and deeper into the Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Phil tried to navigate the copter around more geysers, aiming for the middle of the excavated pit that came into view. Another geyser shot up and nicked the tail. The chopper shook as it approached the bottom of the valley. Dang it! This chopper is going down, screamed Phil. <laughs> and with a thud that made Christie's bosom jiggle. Ooh, jiggling bosoms. The aircraft crashed into the middle of the pit. It skidded to a halt. Phil turned to her. Are you okay? I'm fine. I don't need any help, said Christie. What a bitch! She's a bitch! Phil unbuckled himself and reached over to hold her hand. It'll be okay. I think my Windows Phone 8.1 smartphone is broken. Sponsor! But we can wait here until help arrives. We'll be fine as long as we cuddle for warmth at night. You have to strip in order for it to work. Oh Jesus, my Roomba is broken. Your inanimate opened object the door on heard its own. that you were reading porn. <laughs> it just started coming across. It wants to be a part of this, Liz. Let it in. What do you expect, Liz? <laughs> You're half machine. <laughs> She's more machine now than man. Christy groaned. You stay here and cuddle yourself. I'm getting out to find that artifact. She hopped out of the chopper and was disappointed when she heard Phil get out too. He put a hand on her back and rubbed it up and down. Oh no, Ugh. Phil Gates, don't do it. Oh, Phil. Oh, Phil. 
Don't worry. It'll help. We can do this together, and then get back to the helichopper by nightfall. We might have to share a blanket. He laughed a <laughs> wheezy laugh like he was joking, but he obviously wasn't. The alien vessel was a long, gray, pill-shaped enclosure, pill-shaped enclosure sticking out of the ground. It was slightly taller than Christie and had no visible windows or openings except for a tiny hole with a lens inside. I'm just really ex- like I don't have much commentary. I'm just yeah, really excited by Leonard's this writing. Goes. This is good writing. This is excellent. How do you think we open it? asked Phil. Christie ignored him and looked around. Debris littered the ground around the area where the vessel had presumably crashed from space. She picked up a piece of gray metal paneling. There was something embossed in it. A vertical line crossed by a shorter horizontal line. <laughs> it's a cross, said Phil. Praise. Are we dealing... With an ancient Christian alien cult? I love that sequence of words. Ancient Christian alien cult? <laughs> yes. Frowning, Christy brought out her notepad. She sat with her back against the vessel, then started writing the symbol down. The vessel immediately came to life. The top of it popped off, and it hissed with a release of air. Phil stumbled backward, ready to run, but Christy stood and got her pen ready to record whatever she could. A high-pitched, bouncy voice echoed out of the vessel. Would you like some assistance today? <gasps> See, I'm imagining Christy him raised... sounding like, um, like old-school Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Would you like some assistance today? Exactly. Exactly like that. Christy raised one of her sculpted eyebrows. A figure climbed out of the top of the vessel and pounced to the ground. Christy's jaw dropped as she found herself staring at a giant living paperclip. The curled rod of alien steel flexed and creaked as it bounced in place. A pair of white orbs with black lenses in the middle stared at her. The paperclip had eyes. Dark ridges (laughs) above the camera acted as eyebrows and made a quiet sound as they raised. It looks like you're trying to write a letter. Would you like help? Asked oh the alien God. paperclip. Ah. <laughs> uh, no thanks. I'm doing just fine, said Christy, looking at the symbol on her page. <gasps> a letter, said Phil. It's not a cross at all, but the letter T. <laughs> Where do I get one of those necklaces with a T on it? Liz, this is the third Arrested Development joke, and I think that's three too many for some people, and that's ten too few for me. (laughs) It's the letter T. Yes, Phil, I figured that out, mumbled Christy. What 
are you, you magnificently intelligent machine? asked Phil. I'm Clippy, your office assistant. Would you like some assistance today? Uh Ooh, I would like some assistance. Some assistance. (laughs) Just move on, Liz. Just move on. It's Clippy. (laughs) Yes. I miss Clippy. I genuinely do. I mean, I hated Clippy at the time. Everyone did. But, like, now I miss Clippy. Right. Well, I was thinking that there must be listeners that don't even know what Clippy is. And then I thought, no, then you're too young for the podcast. If you don't know what Clippy is, turn this off and, I don't know, go back on TikTok. I feel like I'm old. I mean... Damn, kids. But when did Clippy... When did we lose Clippy? I'm... I'm... 2007... So, so a 15-year-old could be listening to our podcast. An 18-year-old can be listening to our podcast because they probably don't have memories of Clippy at three. Oh, they probably didn't use Microsoft Word when they were yeah. one. Yeah, there are 20-year-olds today who probably don't have any idea who Clippy is. So Clippy was... <laughs> Was this, was what this story is, was just this obnoxious clip art of a paperclip that would automatically open whenever you turned on Microsoft Word and would say things like, it looks like you're trying to write a letter. Would you like some help? And he would like automatically format the letter for you, like put a heading and stuff in. And if that sounds inoffensive, it wasn't. everybody hated Clippy. But now I kind of miss Clippy. He was endearing, a product of a bygone age. It's it's not Clippy you miss, it's the bygone age. It's your youth. My god, (laughs) you're right. As Phil and Clippy chatted away like old friends, Christy explored the area, looking for more clues in the wreckage from when this alien's artifact crashed to Earth. She found another warped steel panel with another symbol embossed in it. A perfect circle. She jumped when Clippy appeared right behind her. Looks like some research. Would you like some assistance today? (laughs) No, she said, and headed towards a ridge surrounded by loose rocks and bits of metal. Phil and Clippy followed. (laughs) I'd rather die than listen to Clippy. You chose this voice. And careful there. I regret. You you regret? Good, so do I. I regret going along with it. Careful, those looks those looks rock dangerous. Careful there, those rocks look dangerous, said Phil. Clippy extended the outer loose end of his paperclip like body. Looks like you're navigating a dangerous surface. Would you <laughs> like some assistance with that? <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. I don't know why. I don't know why it's getting me, but it is. <laughs> I think it would be a lot cooler if if he said things like, uh, 
it looks like you're trying to rip that bong. Would you like some assistance? <laughs> it looks like you're trying to skydive. Would you like some assistance? Okay, now say, ha ha, I've cut all the cords in your parachute. <laughs> what? She sighed, then easily hopped over the rocks and found herself at the bottom of a ridge. Clippy helped Phil climb down on his thin, stick-like legs. <laughs> Phil has thin, stick-like legs, not Clippy. <laughs> <laughs> Which weren't much different than Clippy's wiry body. Oh no, Phil! Oh my god, he's gonna kill him, isn't he? Is Phil going to kill Clippy, or is Clippy gonna kill no, Phil? No, obviously Clippy has killed and will kill again. I feast on blood! <laughs> <laughs> when they finally got down to Christy, she pointed at the wall below the ridge. There's an opening, she said. I have it an opening. It leads below the vessel where we found you, Clippy. Do you know what's down there? I'm an office assistant. Can I assist you with your letter? So that's a no. Christy cleared some... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying so hard to take this seriously. <laughs> Why are you trying to take it seriously, Liz? Because if I don't, I'm just gonna burst out laughing every time I do the stupid voice. <laughs> you can't do this voice. Are you gonna make me read his lines for all of the next chapter? No. I'm just not gonna do the voice. I made a recommendation. You, Liz, are free to take it or disregard it. Ugh, you're the worst. Christy cleared some rocks from the opening, then eased herself inside. She emerged into a cavern pitch with blackness, but she had come prepared. <laughs> she, sorry. She reached for her tool belt, the weight of which was pulling her jeans down so her red panties peeked out over the edge. Ooh. When she turned on her flashlight, she found Clippy in front of her, his camera eyes aimed at her waistline. Ew, don't be a creep. For once, he didn't say anything. A small portion of her annoyance at the situation somehow turned to excitement, and she got a brief thrill from having Clippy's inhuman eyes exploring her body. Ew. Then Phil showed up. I'm here, he said. <laughs> Can I do anything? <laughs> Quick, ogle this woman. Christy came back to her senses and looked around. They were in a man-made hallway, though it had gone some way toward being reclaimed by nature. The walls crawled with roots, and the floor was pitted with gaping holes. She stooped to pick up another steel panel. This one had another O embossed in it. So far, we're at T-O-O -O for those who are counting. <laughs> we need to keep going, she said. 
There were some doors at the end of the hallway, but a deep pit leading into the bowels of the earth blocked their path. Clippy's bouncy, high-pitched voice piped up. Looks like a hole! Would you like? Christy ran and leapt over the pit. Phil shrugged his shoulders and then pumped his stick-like legs and made a leap for it, too. He misjudged oh, no. and found himself hanging on the edge of a bottomless pit. Clippy moved fast. He uncurled his body, then used one loose end to nudge Phil's butt enough for him to pull himself up. Breathing heavily, Phil put a hand on Christy's shoulder. I thought I was going to die, he said. Jeez, what a thrill. A dangerous situation can sure uh, bring people together, can't it? He leaned in close and raised his hand to caress the side of Christy's face. Christy recoiled. No! Clippy somersaulted over the pit. Looks like an awkward romantic situation, oh, he said. Oh my god. Can I assist in getting this guy off of you? Oh! <laughs> she almost gave in and said yes, but instead she just pointed her flashlight in the other direction and headed toward the doors. When the doers, I don't know why I said it like that, toward the doors. When she tried the handle of one door, it collapsed inward, sending up swirls of ancient dust. This is weird. It looks like that hatch in the TV show Lost, said Phil. <laughs> that was a good show, said Christy. It sure was. Liz editorializes, no, it really wasn't. Lost was not a good... I've tried watching Lost a couple times. It's not good. Yep. Phil's voice was sad. He was probably mopey because Christy had such good taste in TV shows but wasn't interested in kissing him. <laughs> what am I reading? You were the one that chose this book, Liz. A listener chose this book. It was it you cannot blame me. I can blame you. I am blaming you. You you can blame our listener in the Southeast United States of America. It's their fault. Listener Damn you <laughs> They tried the door at the end of the hallway, which opened with a shove. They tried the door at the end of the hallway, which opened with a shove. This room was larger and filled with rows and rows of racks containing black boxes with tiny lights on the front and cables sticking out the back. They're digital supercomputer servers, said Phil, <laughs> awe in his voice. Older models, but with so many of them, there's quite a lot of processing power here. Such raw power. Ooh. Such beauty. Impressive. He sprinted between the rows, pawing at the dusty servers. 
their lights still blinked. What was providing electricity way down here? Could it be the silicon itself? Yes. Renewable resources! <laughs> wow! shouted Phil a little too loudly. Wow. Wow. The vibration of his voice echoed around the room, and something gave way. One of the rows of servers sank into the crumbling ground and started to topple. Looks like the ground is crumbling and my server farm brain is about to crush you both! Would you like? But he was too late. And servers were spilling from their racks, raining down on Phil. The corner of one hit the top of his head. As dark blood poured down his face, he Jesus raised his hands, Christ. but another oh server God. crushed his shoulder. What? Then another knocked his neck into a weird position. His um, spindly me, legs collapsed as he was buried in computers. What? Assistance? Finished Clippy. What? Okay, yes, I need assistance, Christy shouted as a blinking row of lights rapidly approached her face. End of chapter. What the fuck was that? What are we reading? <laughs> I don't know what this is. What? I promise this is porn. Do you promise that it's porn? I promise. Because it sounds like a fever dream. Leonard, what have you written? And why am I strangely attracted to you right now? <sighs> um, so that's the end of chapter one. Roughly. They're they're not divided into chapters, they're divided into sections. Um Yeah. What? Phil is definitely dead. What? <laughs> also, you know, Clippy is a living creature from space. Yeah. Bold of Leonard to kill Bill Gates off in a porno. <laughs> I think death was the kinder exit for him. Than being involved in a threesome with Clippy? Yes. Uh, do you have anything to add? No. Like no. this was, there I, was a I, lot in this chapter, but not a whole lot of love. Or a whole lot of law. Um, I am confused bordering on angry. <laughs> angry? Yeah, how come I'm not fucking Clippy? I mean, no one's fucking Clippy. Yet. Yet. <laughs> but I'm already aroused. I'm gonna have to wipe the chair down when I get up. <laughs> <laughs> Use a rubber sheet, jeez. Um, well, if you have nothing else to add... I have nothing uh, else to I add. I think we can... We can I think we can just call it there. I think this is one of those rare books that completely speaks for itself. Yeah. It... I almost feel bad about reading it because I have nothing to add.
I'm sure there will be more once the uh once the anatomy Romance starts begins. becoming clear. Yeah. All all I can say is let's get Leonard Delaney to the top of the ebook charts. Uh, he would dominate. Let's focus. Let's fucking go, girls and boys. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Boy, that was unforgivable. A book. <laughs> unforgivable. This is a masterpiece compared to Sawyer Bennett. Sawyer, we still love you. This was a masterpiece compared to Sawyer Bennett. If you liked this, uh give us a follow. Like there there's more to come. Uh share us with your mom. It's probably going to be pretty yeah. vulgar pretty soon, but you know, your mom likes that stuff. You don't know. I've seen her browser history. It's pretty raunchy. And, um, oh, and follow us on Patreon if you really like it, because we have a Patreon. And if you follow us on Patreon, we do have a patron. And we have a patron. Yes. So this episode uh, brought to you by Patreon follower Jaded Flames, who is currently the only person that will be greeted with an advanced screening of our reaction to She-Hulk episode one. Uh, if you want, if you want more content, uh, you what? should totally subscribe to our Patreon. And we're going to have, I don't know, some YouTube shit coming up pretty soon. It's going to be great. The cat is screaming at me. Okay. Bye. Bye. I love you. Bye. Clippy loves you. Last week, we finished book four. Last week, we finished book five. Last week, we finished book six. I'll just pick whatever, whatever take sounds the best. Last week, we finished book six.